Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Well, whatever happened to the dress code? Do you even know what I'm talking about? Dress code? You're scratching your head. What? What? (laughs) Yes, there used to be one, I think, or at least more of a sense of uh, what is appropriate to wear and not wear, and now we seem to bask in our slobbiness. (laughs) Slobbiness and slobbiness. Well, today's guest believes that it's our patriotic responsibility to be beautiful, So she's making over America one dress slob at a time. She's Eve Michaels. She's an internationally acclaimed transformational makeover expert and the author of the new book called Dress Code, Ending Fashion Anarchy. You'll never dress down in this town again once you hear the rest of the show. So welcome to the show, Eve. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Carol. I'm so happy to be on and talk about my favorite subject. Yes. (laughs) Abolishing, yes, abolishing yes, it is, abolishing it, sloppiness. Yes, it is a um, it is a big big task um, taking on America one one dress slob at a time. Um, you know, it is interesting. It's so when you look around. I mean, I'm from New York originally, and um, we used. I remember going to Broadway shows, and um, you know, everybody would dress up. Nowadays, you go there, and people are wearing, they could be wearing anything, jeans, sweats. They don't make any effort, not everyone. There are still a few a few holdouts who do make an effort. But mm-hmm. so many people are just dressed so sloppily, it's as if they, try to, they just kind of walked in from, I don't know, walking the dog. Yeah, or, or worse. Or worse. I, I used to say that people looked like, for a while, we looked like we, I mean, we, not you and I, of course, but, you know, most of America was looking like they fell out of a clothes dryer, and now we're looking like we fell out of a dirty hamper. Yes. And uh, and I, I don't mean that insultingly. I just, I need to wake people up, and I've got to hurry up. <laughs> I've got a lot of work ahead of me. But you're right. We used to dress up, and I think people are forgetting how this affects our psyche as a nation. You know, since when did we become so blasé that a hundred, two hundred dollars a ticket for theater means nothing, mm-hmm. and and that nothing is special anymore? You, you know, I, I I rack my brains to think about how did this all happen, and yeah. I really believe it started in the '90s with the whole internet business and at-home business and people like Bill Gates and and God rest his soul Steve Jobs and. Uh, Steven Spielberg, you know, people who became mega millionaires who dressed very badly, you know, very super casual. Right. Uh, and and I think we started to emulate that and see that as freedom. But is that really freedom? You know, is that how, sadly, we are all, deci- you know, defining freedom uh, and that thinking that what is on us and how we represent ourselves doesn't matter anymore? How could we be so silly? And and I'll tell you, Carol, I just got back from touring half the world speaking in Asia and Europe and in the U.K., and we've infected the rest of the world with this. Hmm. It, it, it's, you know, like our Big Macs, it's gone worldwide. Yes, I know. And it, it's it's very sad. It's sad because people don't realize, and you know more than anyone as a therapist and a, and a woman I know who loves to look nice, that 
this is this is an issue that people are fooling themselves if they think it's not affecting their our productivity and and our own sense of self-respect. Yes, I totally agree with you on this. And I was trying to figure out before the show too what. You know, where does this come from? I mean, you brought up a good point. Um, broad, just as an example, Broadway show tickets are in the $100 to $200 range. Mm-hmm. And so people spend that, and yet they're not willing to put in the effort. I mean, I, I kind of think it's a combination of things. I agree with you. It, there's a kind of coolness. And, yes, um, you mentioned uh, Dress Down Fridays as if, you know, that's a special treat to, to get to look like a slob one day a week or to That's not right. care. But, um, but you know, I think, I think it's hard to know which came first. I mean, did, what do you think? Do you think that we started um, dressing down, dressing like slob, not caring about our appearance, and then we became more depressed? Or do you think it's – I mean, I, I, of course, attribute a lot of things to 9-11. Um, mm. And you were saying the 90s and, of course, you know, 2001 – um, I, I think that that has affected our psyche tremendously, um, and I think that one of the things, you know, I think that it has caused a, a general low-grade, and some people more than low-grade depression, and um, and a sense of giving up, and I think that's part of what's reflected in our clothes too. Well, I, 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 well, I hadn't really thought of nine eleven as a causative factor. It, it could be, but. I think in terms of the terrible things that could have happened in this country, that we fared very well. I mean, it was it was a horrible thing, but thank God we haven't had more of it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. In other there, words, there's we a threat the that, conti- that con- continuously hangs over our head, and the feelings of um, that we were invincible that kind of got squished when at 9/11. So I just think that that's a big part of it. You know, also the same way we we eat. You know, talking about appearance. Or how, how we we have this epidemic of obesity, and I think it's a lot because we're eating comfort foods because to, of our anxiety. Well, it could be. I think uh, I look at it from a different vantage mm-hmm. point. I believe we've become a society that's so we're such consumers, and we've been brainwashed by the food and drug industry to think that. Uh, Quantity, not quality, is what matters in life. Right. And, uh, if, for example, with food, you know, people want big portions, which you don't see anywhere else in the world. Mm. Huge portions. We want preservatives because we want our bread to last for two weeks. We want everything easy. We want it frozen. We want it fast. And so many Americans, sadly, have forgotten what real true, natural, wholesome, fresh food even tastes like. In other words, if you ask people who eat all this junk food, they don't even know what real food should taste like without all the salt, preservatives, and sugars added. Yes, yes. And so I I really think it's a scheme going on between the the drug companies and the food manufacturers. They, you know, the food manufacturers get us sick and the drug companies keep us sick. <laughs> and so, from, you know, I, I, I'm furious about that, but I think the same thing is with clothing. Carol, if you look at most people's closets in the United States, they're enormous. They have yes. tons of clothes, yes. catching dust. They don't even wear. It doesn't look, in other words, we've lost consciousness. And we, we, we have become a nation of victims thinking that all of life is happening to us and that we have absolutely no control. 
Well, and, yes, yes, and that ties into what I was saying before. But, yes, that's a good point, a good analogy between stuffing our closets and stuffing our mouths. Um, it is true that people just keep stuffing things. In, and, you know, it, it, it's interesting, um, especially women. They'll buy something in the store that they think is is cool, mm-hmm. um, you know, sexy, and then when they get home, they're afraid to wear it. They never wind up wearing it. They stuff it in their closet somewhere. It's kind of like the self that they wish they could be, but they don't really have the guts to, to try that. Well, yes, and from, from all the, the boot camps and the workshops that I've taught, uh, I, and I know you'll know this statistic, they've told me that about 30%, of, maybe 40% of American women have been sexually assaulted or sexually abused when they were younger or at some time in their life. And so what I, because I couldn't figure out why they buy these things and they don't wear them or why women who are very pretty or beautiful with nice figures wear frumpy, dumpy, loose clothes to hide, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. then I found out that they were abused at some point, and so they thought they associated looking good with attracting yeah. negative, violent sexual attention. Yes. And it's so sad that, that a small group of... Uh, a small group of men who can't control themselves, you know, have changed the way so many women feel about themselves. I tell them, take your power back. That was just one sicko, you know. In other words, we can't ruin our lives for that. And the same with the terrorists. The best revenge is, is success and happiness. Yes. The best revenge is our getting strong as a country again. Yes. And that, and you, and I, I'm going to want you to explain how how this all ties in. Um, we're we're actually coming to the first break, uh, and when we come back, I would like you to tell you know I, when I always put my guests on the couch, <laughs> Dr. Carol's okay. couch and all, and you have an amazing story, um, a, a an inspirational story, and uh, as to how you got involved in all of this to begin with. And so I would like you to tell us about that when you come back. Um, and also we're going to talk today about you have this fast track to fabulous program. You also, I want to make it clear to my listeners that um, Eve also helps men to look good, um, not just women. In fact, I watched your your uh, appearance on the Today Show where you made over the three men. That was very oh, cool. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that we had a gas. That was so much fun. <laughs> Guys are amazing once they get it. We just got to get them to get it. Yes, yes. I think, um, I, yes, I mean, I think that, that they really have less of a clue than women, and they kind of depend upon or they hope for a woman or am ambivalent about a woman um, dressing them. Uh, but we can talk about that as well. So, um, again, my guest is Eve Michaels. Her new book is called Dress Code Ending Fashion Anarchy. We're talking about, we're going to be talking about how, um, our, our deterioration in dress and in speech, you know, it's not just dress, it's been, it's in so many ways that we have gotten sloppy and take less pride in ourselves. We have, we have to wake up and that's what Eve is trying to get us to do. So when we come back, we'll talk more about that as well. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, and we'll be right back. Eve Michaels' book is, again, is Dress Code Ending Fashion Anarchy, and uh, we'll be right back.
Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships... Check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it will be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, with my guest, Eve Michaels, the author of Dress Code, Ending Fashion Anarchy. We're talking about whatever happened to the dress code. And, of course, one of the things that happened is that we all want to feel irrelevant. Irrelevant. That's an interesting. <laughs> That's a Freudian. <laughs> we don't want to feel irrelevant. We want to feel irreverent. <laughs> and, um, but that's no excuse for looking like slobs. So, Eve, let's start with your with your story um, because I think that will be really helpful to people uh, to to understand. Okay, so I, I'm always asked, why did I get into this business? Yes. Why do I do what I do, and what motivates me to even want to take on the whole country and facilitate this change, and now even the whole world? Well, uh, when I was about a year and a half old, my mother was in a horrible car accident, and she was brain damaged. And so she was in a mental institution all of my life. Hmm. Uh, and as a child, I remember I used to walk to a local little beauty store because back in the 50s, it was safe to do that in hmm. my neighborhood. And I used to look at all the beauty products. And my mother had been a very beautiful woman and sang opera and all of that before she became so ill. And she not only ballooned up in weight, but she became very unkempt and no longer looked beautiful. So I uh, I tried to find her lipsticks and nail polish. And every week when my dad and I would go visit her at the mental institution, the state mental hospital, I would bring something to a beauty product, usually, like I said, a lipstick, nail polish, something, a cream, to try and make her look beautiful again hmm. because I realized at even five years old that there was a definite connection between wellness and beauty. 
and wellness and taking care of ourselves. And uh, I think I've been trying to heal people ever since. Hmm. But uh, I, I, sadly, I was not able to heal my mother, but I've been able to help thousands and thousands of people in my lifetime. Uh, and I, I realized something else. You know, growing up in the 50s and 60s, my dad was a Holocaust survivor. I was, uh, he was a single dad raising me. He had a, a heavy European accent. People were not accepting as they are now. Mm. And uh, they pitied me a lot in the beginning. Oh, there goes poor Evie, you know. She doesn't have a mom, you know. Her mom's not well. Her dad, you know, he's from Europe, blah, blah, mm. blah. So I think I connected something. I was lucky at a young age, not only about wellness and beauty, but that I didn't want people to pity me. Mm. I wanted people to look at me and say, wow, she's amazing, or wow, she's so adorable, or she's so talented. And so I decided I would rather shine then disappear. And uh, these all, I believe that everything that happens in our life serves us later. There's a reason, a purpose, a divine soul reason. And uh, it, it has served me very well to, to want to be exemplary because I, I like to be a role model for what I teach. And uh, you had asked me, I think, how I got, you were asking me before how I got from my before to my after. Right. Uh, do you want to speak to that, or sure. do you want me just to go yeah, into go ahead. that? Go ahead. No, uh, go ahead. So uh, when people will see in my bo- on my book cover or, you know, anyone who looks at the website later, uh, they'll see that I, after I'd had my third child, I'd really let myself kind of go to seed. I'd gained quite a bit of weight. I looked frumpy, matronly. I was out of shape. I was unhappy. I was in an unhappy marriage, and I had a young son, uh, and I had two older children, and my father had Alzheimer's, and life was not so good at that moment. And I was in total denial, which I think many people and many women are after they have a lot of children and stress in their life. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's an excuse to let ourselves go, but something happens where we become out of balance, mm-hmm. don't you think? And we Yes, absolutely. Right, so we put so much time and attention to our job, our family, our home, our husband, blah, 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 and our friends, and leave nothing for us. And uh, I remember driving by those Nike billboards that began at that time. And, you know, the swish with the just do it, Dr. Mm-hmm. Carroll? Mm-hmm. And I used to look at that swish and just, when I was driving, and hit the steering wheel and say, damn it, you just do it. You mm-hmm. don't understand. And then I had my epiphany with my son uh, when we were driving one day. Actually, he was just turning six, and I, it was a few days before my 42nd birthday, and he asked me what those, th- those things were on my arms as I was holding the steering wheel. And I almost died. I said, what things, Mitchie? And he says, those things, Mommy, those flappies. And he <laughs> jiggled my arms. And I thought, oh, my gosh, who am I fooling? I'm not even fooling a six-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. So I, I ran to get a trainer to try and get my nice pre, pre-children, pre, pre-motherhood body back. And... Um, because I was really at a point where I think my health could have really gone south. It, it was bad. It was bad. I was a thin, fat person, meaning I was thin but very high fat content, very flabby. Uh-huh. So uh, I started learning about working out with weights and how we can change our physique through uh, muscle resistance training and all of that. Well, I started to look really good, 
and then I, but I still wasn't feeling that well. So I, I was lucky because I had clients who were chiropractors and homeopathic doctors and uh, naturopaths and nutritionists, and they started educating me. I ended up having my office in a homeopathic studio. But long story short, I learned about outer health. I learned about inner health. And then I still wasn't happy. So after I, I, I got a divorce, uh, realizing that he and I were not a good fit, it took a lot of courage to have three children and go through that. Mm-hmm. But then I started to be introduced to Esther and Jerry Hicks, The Law of Attraction. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And listening to their tapes back then, yes, we only had tapes, no mm-hmm. CDs. For the younger people listening, and uh, through the crackling copy of the tape, I heard her saying that no one is a victim, and I start. Oh, I was so angry! You know, when you realize you're not a victim at first, <laughs> you're mm-hmm. angry because you want to blame everybody else for your life. So, little by little, I studied the law of attraction, laws of attraction, spirituality, manifesting, quantum physics, and I was an image consultant at the time. And people started noticing a huge shift in my energy and in my beauty. And and I mean beauty, meaning good energy. I don't mean I'm a beauty queen. I mean that energy and beauty that was radiating from the inside. Uh Uh, So they started asking me what I was doing, and I started incorporating at that time, about 20 years ago, uh, the concepts of spirituality, little by little, into my practice, into my image work. And... Now my workshops are extremely spiritually based because I'm finding that once once I tap into someone's mind and soul, then the beauty becomes a natural expression. So, That's very uh, interesting. Can you give us an example? Well, I think, Carol, if you say to people, oh, just wear these colors and give them a color palette, but they don't right. understand the vibration of color, which is what I teach, how color vibrates, what it does to our resonance and all of that. Or you just tell them you should look better. They're like, yeah, yeah, you're right, I should. That's like telling someone who's overweight, you know, you really should lose weight. Right. Which which overweight person, 95% or 99% will say, yes, you're right. Right. But something profound has to happen inside of them in their mind and their spirit that has to click where they actually make the change. Mm-hmm. So uh, my work always begins with feelings of worthiness, of, of people helping people to understand the power of beauty as a vibration. And for men listening, please understand that I'm saying this non-gender specific. Of course men want to be handsome. I get that. Powerful, handsome, respected. But uh, beauty is a force like love and compassion and forgiveness, and it's a very high vibration. It's very powerful. And so combining that within the how-tos. In other words, first getting to understand the why and then the how-to. The why of of what? Of why we need to look good, why Uh we need to step into our beauty, why our image matters, why this is hurting our morale as a country. Uh, You ask me, you know, what do I think? You know, is it the chicken or the egg? Are we depressed because we don't look good or we don't look good because we're depressed? Right. Well, I don't know, and you probably know a lot better than I do, but I feel that one is a reflection of the other, and it doesn't matter. In other words, now we just have to start looking better. Mm-hmm. Because if we are complaining about being out of work, we have to look like we're ready to handle work. we got to look like we're working. You can't expect magically that the universe is going to bring you all these great jobs when you look like you don't even, you can't even handle it. Okay, well, what about people who are saying, though, 
well, if I don't have a job or I don't, or even if I do have a job, but I just don't have a lot of money because of the way of the world these days, um, right. how am I supposed to get all these nice clothes? Okay, first of all, I teach people how to look in their own closet and remodel what they have and rework what they have. Uh-huh. The issue is usually not having the clothes. It's not tailoring the clothes we have. It's an issue of grooming. Grooming habits have become so bad. Yes. You can take some, I really, I'll take people who are on severely strict budgets and just polish them up like a beautiful piece of furniture. <laughs> you know, dust them off, polish them up, clean them up. That alone up-levels their, their image yes. tremendously. Yes. You know, a great haircut. You can go to, what, those discount hairdressers and get a cut for $10, $15, barbershop. Uh, a good haircut. Ladies can go out and get at-home hair color for, you know, $5 uh-huh. on sale, $7. Uh, you can get makeup at a swap meet, a, a lipstick, a blush, and a mascara, something. And do your own manicure, buff your nails. What I mean, really, just putting in the effort. And there were times, Carol, I I couldn't afford more than ten, twenty, thirty, forty dollars a dress. That was it. And I had to look glamorous. And you know what? I really believe if we want to look good, nothing will stop us. Mm-hmm. It's an excuse. And sometimes you're going to have to just go out there and spend a tiny bit of money and a lot of effort to clean up. What you have, that means taking an iron out and ironing your clothes. Get a sewing kit out and mend the buttons. You know, in other words, put a little elbow grease into it. Mm-hmm. Because when things are important to people, they find a way. The, the real problem is we think that it doesn't matter. And I, I, I was thinking about this a lot before I came on today, but don't you feel that we're we're at a, an energetic shifting point in our country, and it could tip either way. Do you know what I mean? The whole yes. economy, the whole our whole yes. ways as a nation, we're kind of at a brink. Absolutely, we're we're we're, we're depleted, and we need something to. Uh, we need some some extra energy and, and fuel, and well, literally, and uh, mm-hmm. to to bring us back to the great country that we were. Absolutely. Right, and that's why I feel it's so important now. Uh, I really believe that, uh, if I can say this, that, you know, well, I'm a very liberal Republican, but I really would love to see Governor Romney come in because I think we need someone with a lot of decorum, a man who not only speaks presidential, looks presidential, but is really good with money. We need a money manager yes. for this country. I know. That that does seem to me to be a no brainer aside from all the other reasons that we should that he would be the better choice. But yes, I mean just just the basics that we're in, in we have a lot of money problems and here's someone who's very experienced in money. Well we need yeah. to take a break. My guest okay. is Eve Michaels. Her book is Dress Code Ending Fashion Anarchy. You're listening to Doctor Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist, Dr. Carol Lieberman, and stay tuned. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. 
Dr. Carroll is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Do you find yourself tearing pictures of rooms out of magazines? Do you watch certain movies and TV programs because of the homes they show? Are Sundays reserved for open houses? Then you are a home dreamer. And someday, you will build or renovate your dream home. Steve Clip has spent three decades learning how to win at the dream home game. His show, Winning the Dream Home Race, can be heard every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Let Steve Clip help save you money and make you a winner. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. We're talking today about whatever happened to the dress code. I think you're getting it by now. Uh, my guest is Eve Michaels. Her book is Dress Code, Ending Fashion Anarchy. And um, before the break, um, Eve had mentioned something about how part of a large part of her journey, which she continues today, is um, the law of attraction and practicing the law of attraction. And of course, the the, the our original people who brought that forth were the Hicks and <laughs> the fans. <laughs> Not they weren't Hicks. That that was their last name. And Jerry. Um, and uh, um, and that was you know before the movie The Law of Attraction or the documentary um, that it was really based on their work. So why don't you be, and you made the connection when we during the break about yes, Law of Attraction and wanting to be attractive. So tell us more about that. Well, after studying this for so long, Laws of Attraction or what people know from the movie The Secret, which. Get, the secret really was an, a simple, easy-to-follow uh, first introduction to the laws of attraction and uh, the laws that the cognoscenti have known for centuries. But when I was thinking about it before I was speaking in Europe, really, to be attractive means we are attracting. Mm-hmm. We're not only attractive, it means because we're attracting, right. and we are activating the laws of attraction. Mm. And Norman Vincent Peale wrote about this, I think, 40, 50 years ago. There's still a Peale Center, Peale Society. He said, if you act as if, you think as if, you dress as if, you will feel as if and become as if. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, if we go back to the Bible, it's thought, word, deed, that triad of, of spirituality. In other words, think it, act it, become it. If you want to role play, and we, listen, we're all role playing every moment of our life. You know, in our job, we role play if we're a lawyer to look lawyerly. If we're a teacher, we look teacherly. You're a therapist, you look like a therapist. You know, we all play a role. Our clothing is is like a costume that helps us 
feel the rule and be more authentic to it. So we are attracting or repelling success, good relationships, sexual magnetism, all of that, all the time. The issue is that most people are not conscious of it, and so they don't use it to their best advantage. Right. In other words, you know, the law of attraction is what you think you'll attract, like to like. Birds of a feather flock together. So when you start looking better, you start attracting more success because you look in the mirror and you say, wow, things must be better. Mm-hmm. Things must be changing. I'm doing better. I look like I'm doing better. And people will say, oh, you look more successful. You look more confident. You look more happy because I call it the positive spiral of success, it's the upward spiral. Something has to shift in our consciousness. So simply improving your image starts to change how you feel about yourself and how everyone else starts to respond. So well, our, how we're perceived is how we start to be received. Right. So, mm-hmm. Well, you know, that, that actually brings me back to um, when we were talking about your journey and how you got from the before and after. Mm-hmm. Um, since you didn't have a you, <laughs> I mean, you were you were already um, working as a stylist and so on, but, but it's, sometimes it is hard to, you know, doctor heal thyself and so on. Um, right. How did you then sort of turn yourself inside out and, and uh, look um, objectively at yourself and, and how did you know what to tell yourself to do? Well, I studied a lot. You see, I believe when something's important, we pay attention to it. Esther and Jerry Hicks say that all that knowledge is is attention to a subject. I was, because I was helping people and helping myself, I decided that I had to bust myself on my own BS. And so I looked at it like one healer told me it's like we're an onion and we're peeling layers away. Mm-hmm. So each layer I was able to see with more clarity who I am, what makes me happy, what I want to be. And uh, I learned a way, ways to package myself. I experimented with all the theories so I could see if they really worked. I took a lot of courses. I read a lot of books. Uh, I really honed my craft so that I'm able now to help people do it so quickly because you're right, I had no one really to help me. And when women complain, oh, most women say, my mom didn't wear makeup, my mom was just clean, she wasn't that well-groomed, she didn't teach me. Most parents in this country say, oh, don't even waste money and time on your image, it's vain, it's, it's a waste, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Well, I didn't get that negative messaging. I was lucky. My dad was European. He said, always tell me, you know, Evil you have to look beautiful. You have to look beautiful. Take care of yourself. Take care mm-hmm. of your health. Mm-hmm. So I had a different internal messaging but uh, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. I believe we have to walk our talk. So I just started doing it and doing it and doing it. And, you know, when you start to look good, Dr. Carroll, you get compliments. People respond so much differently that it becomes addicting. Yes. And, and it's not about vanity or ego. It's about communicating who you are to the world and getting the respect you deserve. And I feel as a woman that's extremely powerful and for, for men, uh, a large part of my clients are, are men, uh, once they understand how much easier business comes to them, how much easier to close the big deals and how they can double and triple their income very fast by cleaning up their image and getting the right image. It's called branding and marketing yourself. They, they do it, and they're amazed. So uh, how did I do it? It took me a long time. It took me... It's been 20 years of me, of my honing my craft. 
to get to the point where I could write a book that explains to people how to do it so much more easily. Uh, I hope that answers. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, so when you talk about reading and taking courses, do you mean in, in aside from spirituality, do you mean in, in, uh, in, in dressing and, and being... Yes, yes, that, I'm constantly being, staying abreast of the trends, trends and what's going on in fashion and the newest in beauty products. Uh, it's, it's easy to access nowadays with the Internet and online magazines and online self-help sites and YouTube, you know, video instructionals and, and all of that. So I, I think that it, our wardrobe, our image is something that we have to constantly put some time, money, and effort into. And we're naive to think otherwise. You want a beautiful mm-hmm. home? You have to maintain it. You want a nice car? You have to, you know, you have to give it service, put the right gas, clean it, polish it. Anything worthwhile having, one has to constantly tend to. So I think as a nation, our getting so complacent and lazy has just really hurt our morale. You know, we walk into a room, a party, for example, and everybody looks sloppy. You know what that feels like. It's terrible. You walk in and go, oh, gosh. So we have to realize that every moment, everywhere we go, people are, are looking at us, and we're either going to make them feel better and happier or worse and depressed, but we will have a powerful effect on those around us. So now, as a nation, we need to we need to make that power work for the positive, for the good. Yes, you so, know, it's because you talk about walking into a party. You know, it's there are more and more awkward moments these days. Like um, people go out on a date, and you're wherever it is that you're going. You're going to a dinner, let's say. You don't know where mm-hmm. you're going, but you're going to dinner. And, um, and, you know, one of them comes dressed in a slobby kind of way, and the other one gets dressed up. Or you meet a bunch of friends um, to go somewhere, and people often, unless you chat beforehand, uh, or you just assume that people are going to wear a certain, be dressed in a certain kind of way, um, a lot, there are so many, you know, so many, um, so much variety. And we kind of, we like to think, especially in California, you know, it's like everything right. is acceptable. Um, but not really. I mean, it shouldn't be. No, no, it shouldn't. And uh, if we would only realize again how this is affecting us, it's so beautiful to go to a nice restaurant and everyone's dressed well. And, and you know, when sometimes when people hear me, Dr. Carol, they think, oh, she's old school, she's old-fashioned, she wants everybody in suits, you know, all the guys in suits and ties again, and, you know, women in bullet bras and corsets like in the days of Mad Men, you know, the hit TV show Mad Men. Uh-huh. That's not what I'm saying at all. I, I'm a modernist and a realist, but there's something wonderful that happens when we take the time to look good. And collectively, that energy is, is magical. And if we want to get out of this this slump that we're in and pivot and become the greatest nation on earth again, I mean, we are, but we're kind of at that point where we could fall from that standing. Yes. We need to gather together as a nation and change this. And somebody's got to be honest, and not just me and you. We've got to get out there and say, this isn't okay anymore. It's not okay to be a slob. It's not okay to be offensive. It's not okay to walk around in pajamas. You know, people go to the airport, they're wearing pajamas. <laughs> yes, that's another place. It used to be um, that that was some place where people would wear nice clothes uh, to, to take an airplane. Of course, 
course, nowadays, travel, you do get squished a lot more than you used to, but but still, I mean, because it, when you look around at a, in a restaurant or a party or wherever, and you, or at school or, or, you know, wherever you are and you see people are, are, are sloppy or not really, um, their clothes aren't uh, pressed or their clothes aren't clean or they're, or they're not wearing things that match or, you know, go together or they're just, or they're wearing pajamas. Um, it makes, it lowers how you feel. You know, it's like, oh, I thought this was going to be a nice restaurant or, oh, I thought this was going to be a nice party. And people obviously don't care about how they look and don't care about how they come across and don't care about the party. Um, you know what? They do, but they don't, we've become ignorant about this subject. Because think about it. If somebody realizes their image is, is off, okay, dated, uh, not serving them, not who they are. You know, maybe they switch careers, which so many people are doing nowadays. You know, switching midlife uh, to totally different careers. Once they realize they need help, they're afraid because they don't know who to go to. Very few people are teaching what I'm teaching. Women are afraid to look foolish. Men are afraid that they're going to invest money and not do it properly. So those of us know, who know how have to get out there and help. Uh, help others realize what you know what they need to do because once they experience a difference i'm telling you they don't go back once right. that light goes on in their head again whew, they they don't they don't change uh that but i i'd like to say something which i i feel is so important mm-hmm. for, for everyone listening today to understand it's not enough to just look beautiful or handsome you have to feel that inside of you you have to work at feeling beautiful and realizing that we are all magnificent, we are all powerful. And someone said something beautiful to me the other day, uh, my acupuncturist. He said, it's not enough, Eve, that you're making people look beautiful. We have to act beautifully and make mm-hmm. others feel beautiful. Yes, yes, that's a very good point, yes. Because that that does go along with it. You know, as I was saying, the language, for example, has gotten sloppy mm-hmm. as well, and, and people are just... Um, just really not uh, not caring about themselves or the world as much as they as they should. Every, I mean, we, we, it is it is everyone does need a kind of a pick me up. Um, they do, and you know, when we, I'm so sick and tired of people making excuses about why they can't look nice, and uh, the economy, the economy, the economy. Well. It's not that I don't have compassion for that, but if you think back to our parents' generation with the World War II and the Great Depression, yes, they maybe they made had one do. dress or two yes. dresses, but they looked decent and clean yes. and respectable. Okay, and well, I need to cut you off because that's the music that's that's um, signaling another break. Okay. My guest is okay. Eve, Eve Michaels. Her book is Dress Code, Ending Fashion Anarchy. We will be back with more. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? 
Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Very rarely does our news media spotlight some of the good things that are happening in our world. For more of these good stories and the people that are creating them, Tune in to Bread for the Journey with Mariana Cacciatore. Whether these good acts stem from personal tragedy or just a desire to help out and make this a better world in which to live, you'll find inspiration in every week's program. Connect with those that are doing something great for a change. Listen for Bread for the Journey, Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, asking you whatever happened to the dress code and asking my guest that, Eve Michaels, her book answers that question. It's called Dress Code, Ending Fashion Anarchy. And Eve, um, would, you like to, uh, would you like to give us, I know you were mentioning how one of the, one of the um, obstacles is that people don't know how to get started or are afraid, that, afraid to try something new and then fail and look silly and so on. What would be one tip? that um, how would you suggest that people start thinking about this? They're curious now. You've gotten them thinking, yes, I should be patriotic and uh, look better, act better, feel better, and so on. Um, what would be the first thing they should do? First thing they should do is take an honest assessment of the time, money, and effort they've been putting into their image or not, what they want the world to perceive about them. Write it down. How do you want people to perceive you? How do you want to be received? Uh, what's your goal and what's your role? In other words, what's your occupation? Start studying your industry standards and then read my book so you can learn not only how to be motivated and stick to it, but the actual science that I have, that I have honed down, the step-by-step process of how to give yourselves a makeover. And these are easy-to-follow skills. It's a quick read. Men and women of all ages just love my book. And it, it teaches you how to understand the vibration of what colors are and shapes and fabrics that resonate to you and make you look your best. So it's number one, understanding where you're at, where you want to go in this world, and then taking action steps to get there. So uh, when I say it's patriotic, yes, it's extremely patriotic to realize that you're not just representing yourself. You're representing your family every day when you go out into the world. So do that with dignity and pride. Uh, you're representing your company that you own or you work for. You're representing your, your, your neighborhood. You're representing your nation. Every time 
someone meets an American and you're that American, that's the idea. That's what they take away is, oh, that's how America looks and behaves. We need to turn this around quickly as a nation. We need to realize that we can do this. And how about instead of, Dr. Carol, instead of casual Fridays, we have dress-up Fridays? Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> well, we look forward to Friday and see who can be the best dressed in the office. And I don't mean as a party girl. I mean for appropriate for the industry you are in, appropriate for your occupation. Do the best job you can and watch what happens. Pretty soon it will be casual. It will be dress-up Friday instead of casual Friday and then dress-up Wednesday and Friday and <laughs> dress-up every day because companies are starting to bring back dress codes. And restaurants are starting to require dress codes. Little by little, it's starting to turn around. It has to. It absolutely has to. Uh, I really, really think that people need to feel and understand how crucially important this is. You know, Obama, for all his goodness, and I'm so glad we had a black president to get past the race card already. I was tired of hearing about the race issue. This brought a lot of dignity and pride to our country you know, don't you agree getting past the race issue? Mm -hmm. But keeping us in a welfare state is saying to people, it's okay to be depressed. It's okay not to retrain and learn a new occupation. We're just going to keep giving you handouts so that you can stay weak. And that's not what our country is about. We weren't built on that idea, on that premise. We were told that we could come here from anywhere in the world as a melting pot. And if we worked hard and worked smart, we could become anything we wanted to become. And and we need to get back to that, that idea of democracy, that we can be as great as we want to be. There is no stopping us. Steve Jobs did not have a four-year degree. And look where he went. Mm -hmm. Look at so many famous people that just took what... Look at Obama. He had nothing and became president. Mm -hmm. There is no stopping us. How about if we have a holiday, Dr. Carol Well, one day a month, everybody in the nation dresses up. Wow, would we see change happening fast. Yeah, the, well, that's what you need to do, actually, is to try to get, uh, at least start with one day of the year, you know, um, a, a dress-up day that uh, becomes a national holiday. That would be a lot of fun. But, yes, it has to be more than that one day. Well, let's talk about where people can get your book and where people can find out more. You do this program called Fast Track to Fabulous. How can yes. people find out more about participating in that? Okay, well, first of all, they can get my book at Barnes Noble and Amazon.com and in Barnes Noble stores. Uh, we have it as an, an e-book, an electronic book. We have it as an audio book and also as a paperback. So any uh, mode that you like to read in or listen to, it's out there. Uh, you can go to my website, evemichaels.com, and you can contact me at evemichaels at evemichaels.com and write to me if your corporation would love to have me as a, an entertaining and informative keynote speaker. I do that. Or your charity group, your charitable uh, foundation, any group, a larger group of people that you can, you can get together to have me come out and speak. I also do two and a half day workshops for men and women. And I also offer beauty boot camps, which is 15 to 20 men or women where you actually get a makeover and learn all the basics of my book plus a makeover. So if you write to me and tell me this is what you're interested in, we'll put you on our list and keep you apprised of my events as they come up. 
I've been speaking in Singapore, speaking and teaching in Singapore, Malaysia, Italy, Germany, and now London. Uh, this year I want to dedicate more time back in the U.S. and uh, a little bit abroad, but I really want to bring it back here because we need the help and I love our country. And after traveling halfway around the world, I can tell you this is the greatest plant, greatest country on the planet, and we have to remember that and do something to make it stand out in the best, most positive way. Yes, absolutely. Well, why don't you, so again, it's evemichaels.com. I'm going to spell it, E-V-E-M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S.com. Yeah. And, um, yes, and there's a lot of good stuff on the website. It's just very, a very interesting uh, interesting and informative uh, in itself. And, yes, you can, of course, the next step is getting the book. And, yes, the next, and on, no, I didn't, um, is is there, is there something to click on if people want to, like uh, um, the dates of these beauty boot camps and so on? Well, I'm just I'm just setting them up. So if they want to be on the mailing list, of course, they'll get on my mailing list uh-huh. on my website. They can click on that or they can write to me and we'll send them more information. But I encourage people to not only buy the book for themselves, but buy it for someone at your office, someone you love, because... I need all of you to be my ambassadors of beauty. Yes. Everyone who graduates my workshop, they become a level one certified ambassador of beauty, mm-hmm. and they get to uh, my program, and they get to start helping other people with my teachings. And I need everybody to hurry up and help me make this happen. So uh, if you bring this to the attention of your coworkers, your office, if you own a business and you really want to catapult it to a much higher level of success and positivity, then have me come speak and help me get this message out. And I know everyone listening can do that. Yes, it's true because um, uh, your goal, your passion is to um, is to make over America, as I said at the beginning, one dress slob at a time. And obviously <laughs> you can't just do it one-on-one. You need to, to um, deputize the people who have read your book and taken your course and so on who can help other people. Yes, and people in other nations have been hungry for this, so I don't want them to beat us out. I want us to be the first ones to do it. That's completely. right. Now that would be <laughs> All right. that would be the wrong. <laughs> we That's can't let them thank get you, ahead Dr. first. Carol, for having me on and helping me spread this word. You're very, very welcome. Again, the book is called Dress Code: Ending Fashion Anarchy, and it's EveMichaels.com. Thank you, Eve. Thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat. 